The first reading is from 1 Peter, the third chapter. Now who is there to harm you if you are zealous for what is good? But even if you should suffer for righteousness' sake, you will be blessed. Have no fear of them, nor be troubled. But in your hearts regard Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect, having a good conscience, so that when you are slandered, those who revile your good behavior in Christ may be put to shame. For it is better to suffer for doing good, if that should be God's will, than for doing evil. For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit, in which he went and proclaimed to the spirits in prison, because they formerly did not obey, when God's patience waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was being prepared, in which a few, that is eight persons, were brought safely through water. Baptism, which corresponds to this, now saves you, not as a removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God, with angels, authorities, and powers having been subjected to him. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 14th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you yet a little while, and the world will see me no more, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. In that day you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. Whoever has my commandments and keeps them, he it is who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Rejoice to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Here again, words from the Gospel reading, John chapter 14. Jesus said, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. Whoever has my commandments and keeps them, he it is who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. It was in 1914 that President Woodrow Wilson signed a proclamation proclaiming the second Sunday in May to be observed as Mother's Day. He said Mother's Day would be a public expression of our love and reverence for the mothers of our country. And indeed, that's what we do on Mother's Day. This year, it's expected that consumers will spend $35.7 billion on Mother's Day. Money will be spent on flowers, greeting cards, dinners out, jewelry, the list goes on and on. All ways of expressing our love for them. 
And expressing love is what Jesus was telling his disciples about in our text today. He said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. Now in the Greek language that the New Testament is written in originally, love, there's actually three words for it. So we gotta dig a little bit. The love that Jesus is speaking of here is the Greek word agape. It's the self-giving, sacrificial concern for another person. And that love begins with God's love for us. We who actually are unlovable, we have disobeyed God. We've not kept his commandments. We have sinned against him and we deserve not love, but punishment for our sin. But God shows us love that we don't deserve. It's that word mercy. Mercy means undeserved love. God loved us so much that he sent his beloved son, Jesus, into our world. And Jesus went to the cross, taking the punishment that you and I deserve for our sins. Jesus' love was that self-giving, sacrificial love. So how do we show our love for God who has loved us? Jesus said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. Commandments, not just the Ten Commandments, but the whole body of Christ's teaching. Everything that he said and taught and did. A great summary of the commandments, he said, was to first love God. Faith in Jesus as your Savior. Believing that his death on the cross was for your sins and mine. And then love your neighbor as yourself. Show love to others, even those who seem to be unlovable in our opinion. Show love in acts of mercy, deeds of help. But that's not something that we can just completely do by ourselves. And Jesus knew that. He said, I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper. The Helper, God's Holy Spirit, who created faith in our hearts and enables us to love God as God wants us to and as a way of saying thank you to God for all that he has done for us. He dwells in us and we are able to keep commandments, to do good, to show love and mercy to our neighbors. The Holy Spirit dwells with you and will be in you, Jesus said. We receive that gift of the Holy Spirit when faith is created in our hearts as we hear the word of God proclaimed to us. And that Holy Spirit is part of the baptism waters that are poured over us in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And as we love, we continue to be loved. Again, Jesus said, and he who loves me will be loved by my Father. So as we show love to Jesus and love to others, the Father turns around and loves us even more. He loves and blesses us. Christ promises that he and his Father will come to dwell in us. 
we who hear and believe his word. And it's his word that dispels all fear from our lives. He promises to take care of us. He promises to always do what is best in our lives, even when, especially when we don't understand why things are happening the way they are. He loves us. And Jesus does not leave us as orphans to fend for ourselves with whatever little strength or resources we might have within ourselves. No, he gives us the strength and all that we need to face all of life's problems, including that greatest problem that we face, which is death. He said, because I live, you will live. Just as Jesus was raised from the dead, so also we have God's sure promise of life for us after death, eternal life with God in heaven. Now, God's love is both exclusive and inclusive. It's exclusive because there is only one way to be saved from our sin and to receive the gift of heaven, and that's through faith in Jesus Christ. We live in such a pluralistic society that there are many who claim that their God is as good as some other God, but the fact of the matter is there is only one way to be saved from our sin, and that's through Jesus Christ, exclusively the only way to be saved. But God's love is also inclusive because he wants all people to be saved. He wants everyone to come to faith in Jesus and to be saved. And that means that you and I and fellow believers everywhere have a mission. We have a mission to share the good news of God's love and forgiveness and promise of everlasting life in Jesus with all the people of the world. Because sharing Christ is the only cure for sin. So this weekend, as we observe Mother's Day and as we think of our mother's love and as our love for our mothers, it also be a reminder to us a reminder that we are loved by God. Amen. May the peace of God, which goes beyond all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.